Hello friends and welcome back to the Babology podcast. If you're listening on Spotify and if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, then welcome back to my channel. If you're new, my name is Gabby and I have a podcast on Spotify and this is a YouTube channel that um, I want to go ahead and include my podcast so you can see a video of me talking so welcome back if you're new then go ahead and subscribe and follow this podcast if you enjoy it you don't want to miss out on my new episodes this is going to be a part two to the first episode that i uploaded and that is just the basics of aesthetics like what is an esthetician um is it for you and if you're considering it this is a good informative like pros and cons to listen to so the first um, part of the episode was just me basically um, telling you how I went over how I got started in the industry and like where I'm at now and the steps that I took and like kind of what led me here. So if you haven't uh, heard that one, go ahead and listen to it. That's just kind of the basis of how I got to where I'm at now. Um <clears throat> But what I wanted to get into is just kind of like the pros and cons of being an esthetician or if you're thinking of doing it, what you should, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic, what you should consider, um, yeah, so what you should consider before you like go ahead and pay for school and all of that fun stuff, so so I'll start from the beginning so if you're thinking of becoming an esthetician the first thing that you are going to want to do is look at your um, lifestyle so do you want to go to school if you do want to go to school what I had to consider for myself was can I afford it which most of the time you can get uh, financial aid and some schools don't offer it but the one I chose it did and I took advantage, I used the financial aid, and um, that's a big thing. And then also, let me just say that when you look for a school, don't look at the politics of the school or um, the unnecessary things about the school. So you want to just know that, one, what their passing rate is. Because at least, you know, if they have a high passing rate, okay, then I'm getting, I'm going to get the information I need to pass. And most of the time you will because a lot of the time you're learning on your own anyway. And a lot of the learning you do, it's kind of up to you to decide like, okay, what do I need to know to pass my exam? You know, so you're getting through school to get your hands on um, and to get like your hands on stuff that you are going to be using in the industry. So... They don't really teach you a whole lot. It's more up to you to actually go ahead and like learn everything. So um, that's a big thing is just knowing their passing rate for the state exam, knowing that if they have financial aid and um, knowing if just you want to you want to know if like they offer knowledge in what you are considering like for example the school I went to did not offer much information on eyelash extensions and a lot of girls had started school because they wanted to do lashes so a lot of them were doing facials waxing 
and they were not interested like not one bit they were like i came here to learn lashes and i want to be a lash tech like i don't care about dermalogica like i just don't care so a lot of them and some of them wanted to do sugaring we did not learn about sugaring like not at all so um for them i feel like it was not a waste of time because you need your license but it was a waste of education or that time to learn because they didn't learn what they wanted to learn so that's something to look at if you're focused on like sugaring or lashes make sure that the school you choose at least covers that somewhere and they don't just completely not even go over that because yeah we did not do sugaring at all like we had no training on that so a lot of the girls that did want to do sugaring they of course had to go and do their own trainings outside once they were licensed and had to pay for that separately so those are the, t the key things to think of when you are looking for a school it's not like how nice the school is the school i went to was fugly like they had a jacked up building it was not cute at all like it was ghetto and when i went they will sell you a dream when you when you go to a school like they will make it seem like this is your dream school but honestly it's not none of them are the more expensive it is, like maybe yeah, you have a little extra here and there, like quality here and there. Like something has to give though because it's not perfect. Like no school is perfect. You're not going to love the school you go to. And if you do, then like I want to know what school it is because I've never heard of anyone who has gone to cosmetology school and like absolutely 100% was like, I loved my school. Well, at least not for aesthetics. So, um you know looking at like how the present the presence of the school it's not gonna determine whether or not you pass your exam um the instructors at the school how nice they are it's not going to determine if you pass your exam because if they're not teaching you anything you're not going to pass your exam um you know like just there's just the things that are important basically the essentials so you know can i afford it the scheduling that they offered is it going to fit for your schedule um like i said like the passing rate you know how many people have passed within the, the last couple years what is the passing rate stuff like that that's the, that's the main stuff you really want to look at so all the other crap it's not important you're going to be there for a few months and then you're going to leave so um i'm glad that i chose the school that i did because it was one of the cheaper schools and it like i said it was ugly it was not a nice school i honestly could not wait to get out of it there was drama the staff had drama like there's youtube videos i made like when i first started actually making videos about becoming an esthetician um and i went over all of it but yeah it was drama like th that school was garbage but i got my license and a lot of it was because i did study everything I needed to know like up until I took my test and a lot of it I didn't really care to learn when I was in school because I was just ready to get out I wanted to get my training I wanted to get my hours and I was just like peace out I will learn this on my own because it's all in the book I mean everything you need to know it's in the book it's in your book it's online it's on YouTube videos like that's all I really nailed down on was study 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 before I took my exam because during school I, I was not interested I was not interested. The environment sucked. So just know that school is not going to be where you learn everything. It's really not. It's just where you get your hours, where you get your hands on stuff, and you finish your time and study and then go get your license. So 
um, that's how you can go ahead and approach it, you know, find out if that that whole part is for you. And if it is and you're like, okay, I want to do school, then find the school. Once you finish school, like I said, you want to study, study on your own and then go take your exam. Once you take your exam, most likely you'll pass. And um, once you pass, then it's up to you from there. So you can find your uh, like specialty and or dabble and see what you like and um whatever you like you know kind of focus on something that way you can go ahead and do your extra training from there because no matter what you do you need the extra training like you have to go and take a lash course because you i mean if you're gonna do lashes then you need to take a lash course some people take multiple lash courses and get certified from like five different trainers you know so you can take lash courses and really get good at lashes you can take skincare seminars uh, a lot of skincare brands offer them on their websites like uh, skinscript glymed a lot of them offer um, continued education because in skincare your skin is a never-ending like pot of just learning you know there's so much to it it's basically like anatomy you know you have to know your stuff if you're doing skincare there's a lot to know about acne anti-aging rosacea um pigmentation scarring all of that stuff so you have to really know and that's like each thing like so you have to know different types of acne the four grades you have to know how to treat them you have to know what's acne what's rosacea what is um, like an allergy what is not acne some stuff looks like acne like all of that stuff you have to learn on your own from training and some trainings can get very expensive whether it be lash training whether it be skincare classes whether it be makeup classes like it all gets expensive so that's why I say if you're gonna do something kind of like choose one thing to kind of like see if you want to do take a class if you like it take another class the more you know like you'll never know everything so it's always good to keep learning and I love to keep learning because it keeps you on your toes there's always something you're gonna not know you know I have never taken or watched like a a webinar or something where I'm like I already knew that I already knew that no there I can always learn and take from someone else because everyone knows something you don't so um, that's important to just consider once you finish school is just what do I want to do so I can start specializing in it so I can know what I need to know to get started and know what you're talking about and it's hard like at first you might not have the money to do it so even if you're just and a lot of estheticians or professionals like kind of bag on YouTube but you learn a lot from YouTube and most of the time the only reason you want to do you want to do lashes or you want to do nails or you want to do whatever is because you probably have been watching videos and it inspired you that's how it was for me so I would say do do as much as you can for free. There's a lot of free webinars. There's a lot of free like kind of courses or um, introductory courses that you can take or watch or enroll and sign up. And they don't charge you a lot for those type of things. Um, but when it comes to like an in-class, you're going to receive a kit type of thing, then it is pricier because you're getting more in-depth training. But there's a lot of free training you can take. In the beginning before you start paying for stuff before you start paying for for actual like courses or one-on-one -on -one trainings with people so um, I would say 
do that like do as much as you can for free and if you've watched all the videos that you can then maybe it's time like okay well i will save for this one training and save up for like one class that you can take a one-on-one that you can take eventually so that would be what i would do that's what a lot of estheticians do in the beginning they just take a bunch of courses and then you know you get your certifications and it looks and it feels better for you when you actually have your clients in the beginning because you're like well I did take my trainings I'm certified and at least you have that under your belt when you have new people and they're kind of skeptical or they're kind of like down talking you because you're new you you know you can be like well I've been certified twice now so I kind of know what I'm talking about at least a little bit even if you don't even know 100% at least you have those certifications when people see that stuff they're like okay yeah like she knows what she's talking about so um and i'm not saying like act like you do but sometimes you don't fake it till you make it but you just gotta at least try to fake it a little bit so all of us do it no matter what profession you're in you might not have all the answers but you don't want people to think you don't know what you're talking about so at least if you have some knowledge you can take it from there and research and like at least you'll know for the next one. Um, so that's what I would say my advice is for school. Um, and then for out of school, finding what your specialty is. So after that, uh, it's pretty much up to you to figure out what it is that you love. And if you t- take a training and you don't love it, then take a different one. You know, if you, do, if you took a lash training, it wasn't for you, that's fine. That doesn't mean aesthetics is not for you. That means maybe try doing brows. Maybe you are a brow specialist. Maybe you are um, a lash lift specialist. And all of those things have their own training, like have their own knowledge, have their own um, supplies that you always have to have. Like it's everything is important. There's nothing that's le- less important than another. So if you specialize in brows, like you're going to make a lot of money because you're going to specialize in brows. If you specialize in lash extensions, everyone knows lash artists, lash techs make good money. So whatever you do, do it with the passion because that's how you'll make your money. If you're trying to do too much at once, you're going to realize that you don't really love doing any of it. And you're kind of trying to keep up rather than you being like, oh, I already know what I'm doing. Like I got this, you know, every client that comes in, you're like, well, I can't wait. Instead of being like, I'm kind of scared because I don't know what I'm doing. I know the feeling of both. And that's why I'm focusing on my passion, which is makeup and waxing. And I do brow laminations and lash lifts. And I love doing that too. But those are not like extra in-depth services where, you know, you once you learn that and you've done a couple clients and you have your clients that come in for it, like you, you pretty much nailed it and you got it down. If you're good at brows, but if if you're like, no, I'm horrible at brows, like I can't do that. Maybe you're good at lash lifts. Do lash lifts. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's for you. But for me, I do both. I do those, but those are for me, like those are more like um, extra for fun because I'm already good at makeup. I'm good at waxing. The brows and lash lifts are kind of like what I have for my extra, you know, like, oh, switch it up a little basically. Um, so that's my advice on specializing in certain services. 
I love doing makeup. I love waxing, like I said. So that's what I focus on. And now that I'm focusing on those, I'm realizing that I'm not nervous when I'm working with clients as much as I was when I was trying to offer lashes or when I was trying to offer like, um, you know, just random services that I don't even really care for. Like, pretty much just lashes like I was trying to make myself love it and I did not like it so now I've accepted it and before when people would ask me like do you do lashes I'd be like "Mm, yeah but now I'm straight up like no I don't like doing lashes I was doing them but I'm sorry I don't do them anymore and if they really are like oh I wanted my lashes then then I'm like okay well I can actually like see if I find someone local you know I'd rather do that than to be like oh yeah I do lashes when really I know that if I book that person and they do come in for their lash appointment I'm gonna come in like really nervous annoyed and anxious because I'm gonna know that that's not what I want to do so that's my advice on that so those are like pros and cons all mixed up together um but the basics I'll go ahead and just straight up tell you the basics the per- the pros of becoming an esthetician are you can work for yourself you can work for someone else meaning like an independent um business or you can work for a chain business a chain business being like a european wax center massage envy or something along the lines of that there's other chains out there but that's near me those are the biggest ones um, if you work for an independent esthetician or medical office, you know, you can, you can do, like, you can help with, um, like, medical aesthetics, so you can help them with acne facials and stuff like that, like, at those kind of, like, clinic uh, salon spas, so you can do that. That's a little more flexible rather than working, like, at a chain because I feel like a lot of those have their own hours. You know, they kind of customize it for how it works for them. So you get to benefit off of that. Um, and you might find one that works for you and you love, you know, you love their schedule. You love how much they pay, stuff like that. So it's up to you to really figure out where you want to work and how you want to work. You can do it on the weekends and have a full-time job. And a lot of people start out that way. I recommend starting out that way. That way you have money coming in all the time. You're not just sad that you don't have like a full book yet when you first start um you can do different things to you know like keep your clients coming back you can do different deals specials it's up to you when you're on your own um and then also when you work for someone else then you can put other people onto different skincare like hey come into you know, the doctor so-and-so's office and get Botox, like, I work here now, and, you know, then you can practice on people you know and stuff like that, and it's a little more comfortable. Um, There's just so many pros like that, obviously, who doesn't want to be their own boss, but at the same time, there's the cons, and the cons are you don't know if you're going to get paid a certain amount. You have difficult clients a lot of times you have good clients a lot of times you um don't always feel confident in what you're doing and that's normal you well for me I feel like sometimes I still have like imposter syndrome I think is what it would be called where I'm just like 
why am I here? Like, how am I even here? You know, like, am I even that good? Like, you start questioning yourself. And it sucks because it really does mess with you mentally. You're just like, am I even that good? Like, am I pretending? (laughs) Am I faking it? Am I trying to be something I'm not? Like, you know, and it's just brief. But then you kind of like when you have those clients that come back and they're like, oh, I loved it. You know, they kind of give you good feedback. Then you're just a little more satisfied and convinced that you are that good and you did all this training and you are if you really are trying like it's gonna pay off for you and your clients will see that so there's the cons you know to it but the the pros I think outweigh the cons in this industry if you really love it so for me that's how it is I have tough weeks I have tough days but the pros for me outweigh the bad Um, I've had annoying difficult clients that I don't want to book again but you know and it's hard when you first start out because you feel like well I can't turn away anybody because I need all the clients I could get Um, finding clients alone is hard but there's other ways you know there's a lot of ways that you can source clients and find them and attract them and market without you having to pay a bunch of money it's just you have to put the work in to do it And a lot of the time in the beginning, like me, actually, I'm still in the beginning. You don't make a lot of money from the clients that are coming in because a lot of them, like I have a lot from Groupon. Groupon is, I don't want to say a ripoff, but you do not make what you're worth off of Groupon, but you do get the clients in and you get potential long-term clients. So that's the benefit of using Groupon. Other than that, um Instagram in person like giving out business cards like I've had a lot of people ask me like how did you get your clients or how are you getting clients I'm like honestly I'm not paying a marketer I'm not gonna pay someone to do it for me because those people are gonna come in and they're not hearing it from me like they're hearing it from like an ad or something which is cool like yeah you can get clients like that but you're paying so much money By the time you get like one or two clients, at least in the beginning, it's not paying for those ads. You're not getting anything back. So if you're doing as much as you can for free, like Groupon takes a fee, but at least you don't pay up front. They just take it once you have a booking, once you once somebody buys it and books with you, then they take their fee and they give you yours. So um, I'm going to do a whole other episode on Groupon because that alone in itself is its own like beast. So I've learned a lot from using it and there's a lot of people against using Groupon for clients and there's a lot of people who are for it, but that's a whole other subject. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm missing anything. I have a headache right now, but those are my pros and cons for getting into the industry. Like that's just getting into it. Um, The stuff to consider, the stuff that I thought about, the stuff that I really had to think about before I made the decision to go to school and all that crap but it's honestly worth it I wouldn't change it I love what I'm doing and I honestly have not been like happier because when I was working a regular job I could not stand it and I dreamt of like this where I'm at and it wasn't exactly this but I knew that I don't want to be stuck in an office like working for someone I just don't want to do it and I love beauty I just never connected it all together like it never clicked for me like duh there's you can this is your job like this could be your job it never clicked for me and a lot of it was pride because I went to college to do 
something completely different i went to school to be a paralegal my goal was to go to law school and for me like being a makeup artist was not even on the same level i was like that's like that's a low for me if i go to law school or if i want to go to law school and then i just drop it all like drop that whole goal to be a makeup artist you know like so that's where i was trying to not let it click or connect to actually be a career or a life for me so if you have a passion follow it and a lot of people say like follow your dreams blah blah blah, you know but that's so cheesy but it's true it's honestly so true if you follow your passion your passion will lead you to your purpose or something like that I don't know I heard some quote but honestly it made so much sense when I heard that quote I was like wow that has been what I needed to hear for a long time but I had never thought about it like that so I think it was like follow your passion and it will lead you to your purpose yeah something like that anyway um that's pretty much all I have for this episode this was the part two so I will come out with a completely different topic for the next episode that I upload um and I'm thinking of doing an episode on getting clients since I got into that it kind of made me want to do that so I can go ahead and talk about how I got my clients and all that fun stuff but I appreciate you for watching and listening like and subscribe if you're on YouTube and follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify I'm gonna go and see if I can put the podcast on Apple podcast I think I can I just don't know how I haven't done it yet I literally don't know how to use a lot of what I'm using I'm just doing the basics so I appreciate you if you are listening this far if you gotten this far and you're still interested I appreciate you and I love all of you that support me so I will go ahead and let you guys go and I will see you and talk to you in the next episode and I hope you have a blessed rest of your week and a blessed rest of your day And I will catch you on the next one. Bye.